In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. While we are in the first week of the Holy Great Fast, the Church chose this Gospel for us in order to lead us to the law of perfection. As the Lord said at the end of this chapter, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. So God actually wants us to be perfect. And in order to reach this goal, we cannot be perfect unless we are united with God, unless we are one with God. Through this union, then actually we can grow into perfection. Not the absolute perfection, because the absolute perfection is only for God. But we will grow day after day toward this perfection. And this actually law of perfection will be reflected in our relationship with one another. And that's why the gospel of today mainly is about how we should deal with one another. And there are many principles in the gospel of today. And the church, although we should grow into perfection and we should fight in, in this way to grow into perfection all the days of the year, but the church chose the holy great fast to make an emphasis on the law of perfection. Because while we are fasting and praying, as the Lord Jesus Christ said about the devil, this kind cannot come out by anything except by prayer and fasting. So while we are fasting and prayer, we have this power, this grace to defeat the devil, to crush the devil under our feet. And also we are fasting with one another. So we support one another. You support me in my fasting and I support you in your fasting. So it is a good opportunity to work on the law of perfection. So he started by saying, you have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you not to resist an evil person. Not to resist an evil uh, person. Uh, and this actually the first principle in, uh, in dealing with one another. If there is a difficult person, if there is a person is led by the devil, an evil person as the Lord Jesus Christ, he told us not to resist him, but actually to forgive him and to bless him. In other ways, to return the evil by good. Not repay evil by evil, but repay evil by good. Because if you repay evil with evil, then you became equal to him. Then you put aside your perfection that you are growing toward it, and now you become similar to him. And he gave us certain examples. 
how not to resist an evil person. He told us the first example, whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the, uh, the other to him also. That's one example. Another example, if anyone wants to sew you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. Third example, whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him uh, two miles. Many people, when they read these verses, they say, but that's weakness. No, I have to take a stand. Why I cannot resist the evil person? Why he who compels me one mile, I will go the other mile? Why he wants uh, to take away my tunic, I give him the cloak. Why who slaps me on my right cheek, I turn the other to him. And let us think about it. Is it weakness or is this the law of perfection? Actually, it is very easy, but sometimes it is just a reflex. When somebody hurts me, I hurt him back. If somebody curses me, I curse back. Actually, it is very easy to repay evil with evil. But the challenge and the law of perfection is to control yourself and to be able not only to control yourself, but to repay evil with good. And nobody can do this without the grace of God, without having God abiding in him. It is impossible for you to take one slap and turn the other cheek if you don't have God inside your heart. But why, why God said, turn the other cheek? Maybe he can say, if somebody slaps you on, you, on your right cheek, that's it, accept it and go away. Why he wants me to turn the other cheek? Why he did not say, if anybody take away your, your, your tunic, let him have it. Why he insists to give him my cloak also? Why the Lord did not say, if somebody who compels you to go one mile, go with him. Why he insists that I go the second mile? That is what we call the law of love. And by the way, the law of love is the law of perfection. The fact that maybe the first slap, I take it unwillingly. So actually, if I accept it and that's it, then maybe that's a weakness. Maybe because I cannot uh, stand for my rights. But the fact that I am turning, turning the other cheek willingly, this actually means I can repay your evil with evil, but I choose not to do this. And now I am turning my other cheek willingly. If you want to take my tunic by force, if I lift it to you, maybe I have no other option. But when I give you my tunic willingly, that actually means I did not let you take my cloak by force or 
against my own will? No. By my own will, I give you my cloak, and, and that to prove this, now I'm giving you my tunic. And the same applies about the second mile. If I walked with you only one mile, that you compelled me to walk with you, maybe I have no other choice. But to go with you the second mile, that's why they call it the second mile, the mile of love. The mile of love. So, we need to have a heart full of love. Heart in which the Holy Trinity is abiding. To be able to reach this level, not to resist an evil person, but actually to walk with the evil person with the law of love, the law of perfection. That's why after the Lord gave another example, gave to him who asks you and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. This again, willingly I am giving. Uh, God loved the world, so he gave his only begotten son. So love actually is expressed in giving. When I have the law of love, the law of perfection, I will be willing to give. That's why give to him who asks you and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. And after the Lord gives these examples, now he is speaking about the law of love, which is the law of perfection. Many people say, we love one another. Many people say, I truly and deeply love you. But love actually appears in action. We don't love by words and by tongue, but in action. If you say you love me, you need to show this by your action. And the agape love has four characteristics, very important. Number one, it is unconditional. There is no condition in agape love. Number two, it is willful. It's a decision I make, not emotions I feel. Number three, it is sacrificial. I am willing to sacrifice. Number four, it is limitless. It's inclusive. It includes everybody. That's why the Lord said, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. That's a conditional love. Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. Love your enemies. That is the unconditional love. The Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross while we are sinners. God sent his son, God the Father sent his son to die for us while we are in enmity with him. So before God gave us commandment, he actually applied it himself. And here he is teaching us how to love our enemies, to bless those who curse you, to do good to those who hate you, and to pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. These are four important principles. Love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Many people 
come to me and ask, I am hurt by the action of so and so. He hurt me. And I feel that I cannot forgive him. I, I want to forgive him, but I cannot forgive him. And usually the exercise that I give to them, and it works if they do it faithfully, is pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Take it as an exercise this week. Think about people who hurt you before, or you still holding grudges in your heart against them. And your heart is not clean toward them. Still you have some unresolved issues. And make it a point to pray for them every day or every prayer. Also, you may make some prostration for him, metanias, for them. And see how effective this will be. This will be very effective in resolving all the hurt in your heart. It will heal you completely. And you, you, have, you will have compassion on them. You will actually have pity on them. You will not judge them. Rather, you will pray for them because they need prayer. Those actually who hate us and curse us and persecute us and make themselves enemies to us, they need a lot of prayer that God may change their heart and transform them. And then the Lord told us, when we do this, we'll be true children of God, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. When you do this, when you pray for those who hate you or hurt you, then you will be true children of your Father in heaven. Our Godly Father, our Heavenly Father, He makes His Son rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and unjust. And then the Lord is challenging us. You are my children. Then your love, agape love, should be different than the love of the world, which is philia, conditional love, mutual love. And he told us, if you love those who love you, what reward you ha have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. The tax collectors who did not receive grace from God, the tax collectors and the sinners who do not have God dwelling in them, the sinners, the non-repentant sinners, who did not actually have uh, this law of perfection or law of, of love and the ability to do it. They, they love one another. They love those who love them. But they don't love their enemies. So what will make me unique? What will make me a true son of God or a true daughter of God when I love my enemy, when I bless those who curse me, when I pray for those who spitefully use me and persecute me, when I do good to those actually who hate me? This makes me a true son of God and a true daughter of God. In the same way, if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than the others? Do not even the tax collector 
and the sinners do so. Therefore, you shall be perfect. You're different. You are the children of God. You are different. Be perfect just as your heavenly Father is perfect. So, I want all of us during this fast to keep this exercise, the law of perfection and the law of love. Think about those you have tension or issues with them and make a decision to dedicate this fast, to pray for them and to show them genuine love and to practice these four things. Pray, love your enemy, bless those who curse you, pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, and do good to those who actually uh, hate you. Try to practice these four principles, the law of perfection and the law of love. And believe me, when we practice these things, actually we will turn our enemies into friends and also our heart will be cleared from any grudges, any judgment, any spirit of uh, any unforgiving spirit. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.